0: You're listening to The Prime Podcast, the young adult culture of Abundant Living Faith Center, with Cruz Ramirez and Mark McGaffin.
1: My people, Prime people, welcome back to another edition of The Prime Culture Podcast. Mark McGaffin sitting here. In the back room of the old house, I'm talking to the man with the plan, Pastor Cruz Ramirez, Prime Culture, in the building. Or, I guess it would be in the podcast. Can you say in the hey, building
0: if you're doing a podcast? I think you can say whatever you want, Mark. This is the Prime Culture Podcast. It is what it's good. You know what I'm saying? And so, it's all absolutely good. 100%. I feel that.
1: I feel that. I feel like... I feel like you know what we've been in quarantine so long. I can't even make jokes about it anymore, and so it just is what it is, and it's not what it's not. And I can't wait for things Bro. to become what they could be, though.
0: Hey, can we go back to the days when our love was strong? Yeah. Can we just go? Can we just go back? I think we've all been in this long enough to say, man, I miss the good old days, yo. Uh, but the good news is, it seems like we might be, you know times might be a change and there may be a light at the end of the tunnel at the end of the day God is still good Jesus is on the throne and you're yeah. a child of God and you hold on to that man
1: you hey, know rumor has it rumor has it, you hear it you're you maybe hearing it here first rumor has it that here at a Bundle of Faith Center we're going to be coming back in some way some form around hey, June yo. 14th so
0: hey, that is call it a comeback I've been, been here for years Woo! mama said knock <laughs> the rona out man yeah we're coming back june 14th that's what that's what word june on the street is 14th. man i'm yeah i'm i'm crazy excited for it um in a weird way but then another weird way if we're just kicking it 100 i don't know if i'm ready but you know <laughs> are, are you as anybody ever
1: totally ready for anything and it's like ready or not ready or not here i come i'm gonna
0: find it. Woo! Hey, listen, we just made a Fuji's reference on yeah. the podcast, and yeah. I am with it one million percent. Yeah. For you 20-year-olds who have no idea who the Fuji's are, Wycliffe, John Proswell, or Ready Lauren or Hill, not. please do yourself a favor, Here okay, and just go figure out the Fuji's. I'm going to I'm going to tell you something. Here we go, okay? If we're talking about nostalgia, reminiscing, reflection, looking back over the good old days, Mark, yeah. I still have not had El taco tote since March 13th. I remember vividly because it was Diana's birthday and I had it for lunch before I saw her on her birthday, bro. So um, I'm afraid, look, as I look back, I'm as I look back, I remember them being so amazing. I remember Takotote being so amazing. I'm afraid to to try them because my memory of what it used to be, I'm afraid yeah. that what it is now may not live up to it, bro. I'm I'm afraid of it. So reflecting's got me feeling some kind of way, bro.
1: Dude, I think that, you know, once once things are kinda of back to normal, it's all about getting out there. If you can support local, like, you know, I feel like Taco Tote is is as local as it gets. Now I guess it's one million, a million percent, whatever. But like Little Shack, I don't know if any of y'all know about what's up with Little Shack. Um, but like, probably go there and get some tacos because one thing that helps with being locked up is tacos. Um, uh, one
0: million percent. You're
1: not you're not going to hear that from the CDC or Dr. Fauci, but you are going to hear on the Prime Culture podcast that tacos may help with uh, with everything in your life. So, um, everything. I, I can't get a absolutely I can't get that surgeon general to approve
0: that, but I'm still feeling. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, still- my name is my name is Pastor Cruz Ramirez Jr. and I endorse this message. Ooh, <laughs> come on, man! It's like
1: this whole thing. I'm thinking back to like childhood, high school thinking about the old songs, like the good old days. And it's hard its hard to even know what the good old days are, right? It's like you never know the good old days, days until you're not living in them anymore. But like just thinking about, about the old, like reflecting on the old songs, like, you know, Fuji's, Pac, um, everything, you know, going way back. And that, that's what this whole thing has kind of done for me. It's like, I'm thinking about my life. You know, I'm thinking about the the good times. I'm thinking of, about the mistakes. I'm thinking about the victories. I'm thinking about all of it and uh i don't know if any of you that are listening whether you are you know walking around your neighborhood you're on vacation from your bedroom and you're in the kitchen whatever you're at but like if you're already i wonder if anybody out there is really reflecting like this like is this is only a mark McGaffin thing or, or a pc are you feeling that too like no like this, dude this i'm feeling reflection. it
0: I'm- I'm feeling you know what I think I think this whole situation has made us every single one of us do is literally it has stopped us all in our tracks and whether right. you like it or not we were all disrupted we all had to just systematically stop our lives. And there's something about just that moment, um, of it's like, I like to think of it. It's like, it's like you're weightless, you're, you're, it's anti-gravity. There isn't, there isn't any tension. There isn't any pressure in that moment of stopping, right? Like, um, and think of, think of like the, like the roller coaster, right? Like when you take off, there's tons of gravitational like just force, and when yeah. you're when 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 you come down the drop, like there's like tons of force, right? But there's that magical moment, right? Right? When you hear like the hydraulic release, like, sh- yeah, and it's just that like, oh man, it's really pretty up here. Ah! Oh man. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and so I think, honestly, I think I think this quarantine, dude. Honestly, I think this quarantine has been that 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 quintessential proverbial yeah. before before like in the next couple months it just goes, oh <gasps> You know, and I th- I think I think I think we've all just been forced into some quiet, into some reflection, into some thinking. And so we've kind of been been pushed back into ourselves. And t- that's a long answer to say absolutely. Yes, I've been I have been pensive man, contemplative, pondering even I about I just myself <laughs>
1: reflecting about this, about this last two or three months of, you know, I think that part of the part of the issue is, is that you I mean, I personally have felt a certain type of drive to be better to grow to to grind i i need to do more and i think part of the reflection is like wow as this is looks like it's kind of you know winding down maybe not all the way but things are kind of starting to open up slowly it's like man have i done everything that i could have like did i do what i could have you know did i do enough did i did i you know did did I make the most out of these moments and reflecting on that? And that can be kind of depressing depending on on how good or how, how bad that you feel like you've been doing. But you know, if, if you're listening to this, um, I just want to encourage you that, you know, yesterday was yesterday. Okay. You have this moment today. Um, take care of this moment and prepare yourself, uh, set yourself up for a win tomorrow. I mean, reality is, is that this, this pandemic, the COVID, Corona, all, what I mean, whatever you're referring to it as that this, that there are some people that aren't caring about today's moment and not handling yesterday's, uh, properly. And I fear that they will not be able to recover from this season, that it's going to, it's going to almost leave a permanent scar, um, on their life. And so I would encourage you to, really buy into the fact that, that that God's got good plans for you because it's I true. I agree. God's got hope for I you agree. because it's true. He has a future, a hope. He has plans for your life. And even though 2020, no one thought we'd be talking about aliens are real, murder hornets, whatever. Next thing you're going to say is the clown from It. There's one in every town. You know what I mean? like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, for, hold on. Why would you bring up Pennywise, dude? <laughs> I don't know. That's messed I don't know. up. It's oh, that's It's messed late. up. Hey, but, it's <laughs> but you know what? I, but I will. Say, I, I I do agree with you on that, Mark. I will say this: like, there's a reason the axiom and the the adage goes hindsight is 2020 20. you're always going to see it clearer when you're on the other side of it you're always going to see it more more succinctly and you're going to see it for what it really was on the other side of it and i think that if we're not careful we're going to make some permanent declarations some permanent decisions put some permanent labels on some temporary situations when really we're not we're not living in this man we're going to get on the other side of it i saw this i saw this the other day and this just proves my point uh coincidence that the Spanish flu was 1917 through 1919, but then after that we got the roaring 20s. Hello, right? And so, the, to, to, to me, uh, to, to me, I think that we ought to be able to just say, "Man, look, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to reflect, and I'm going to look at what it is now, but I'm going to process it and I'm going to filter it through what I know it could be, what it should be, and what it was before." Because the truth is, this isn't the first time you and I have gone through anything. This isn't the first time that we've been through some trouble. We've been through some turmoil. This is not the first time. Even if you're just 19 years old, There have been moments in your life that you did not think you were going to get through. Think about the first time you broke up with someone in seventh, eighth grade. You were dating for 11 days, you held hands. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and 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 eleven eleven days later you broke up, and you thought that your world would never go on. How can I go on without you? That's a good old back in the day song right there, right? I think that's to like some Tony some Tony Braxton for you behind, (laughs) if you even know who that is, right? But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is this: is that as as you get through as you get through it, as you go through it, there are things that are going to be revealed to you, in you, through you, um, that on the other side of it, you're going to be able to look back and say, wow, like this is what it really was. This is what I really experienced, man. God really was there, man. I really was strong enough. Oh man. I didn't know that I could withstand that. Right. And in all of that, I just really think that there's a powerful reflection, uh, or there's a powerful opportunity that will bring, that brings that reflection brings, sorry, that can be edited. Right. But there's a powerful opportunity that being able to sit and really reflect about what the truth you believe is, um, that, I, to me, that's really the opportunity and all the reflecting. Um, because we can, beat, we can beat ourselves up for, man, I didn't do enough. I didn't grind enough. I didn't start a business. I didn't start, I, I, you know, I didn't start my YouTube channel. I had so much time. But did you really? And, you know, on the other side of it, like, did, did you really know how to handle the tension, how to handle the uncertainty? Did you really? You know what I'm saying? And so I think that this time next year, you're going to be looking at this through a whole different value set, a whole different maturity, a whole different experience emotionally and cognitively, and be able to say, man, wow, man, I was really going through it, man. Wow. That was really tough, man. Wow. Thank you, Jesus, that you were with me every step of the way. Yeah.
1: I think, you know, scripture says that as a man thinks or a woman thinks is their heart, so are they. And I think when it comes to deciding how we're going to reflect on the things we've been through determines a lot about who we're going to become, where it's people that are probably listening to this, that you are still, um, you are still carrying baggage and saying what would have happened if I stuck around in that dead end relationship with that loser another year, maybe things would have turned around. And I think that your what you choose to dwell on and what you reflect on really is going to, uh, it's going to create a path for, for where your life is going. And so there's some things in your past that need to stay there as you, as you reflect on there's some things from this season you need to stay there. But here's what I want to say is that, Hey, 2020 is not over. And some of y'all started this year saying this is going to be my year. And I understand that no one thought we would be in this space, but I mean, let's, let's get a grip for a second. We still have half of a year, year left more than half of a year. And so this can still be your year to get your money, right? To get your body right, to get to get your relationships right, to get your relationship with God right. So just because um, th- that's the whole thing, we we cannot be surprised by difficulty or hardship. People that are caught off guard when storms come their way. Um, that, the, I think that those are the ones that have the hard time making it through it. We have to be prepared. Maybe we're, none of us are prepared for COVID, right? I get it. But like we need to be prepared saying, you know what? If a storm comes, I'm still going to stand. If difficulty comes, I'm still going to stand. And so, hey, you still have more time in 2020. And, you know, Pastor Cruz, he, he, he started this this series for the month um, called Selah back at Culture Night. And if you haven't checked it out, make sure that you are following us subscribing, all of that at social media, This Prime Culture over at YouTube. Subscribe so you don't miss a thing that's happening. We have stuff dropping all the time. So shameless plug, but there you go. Uh, we, we started this series of talks called Selah, and, um, it, which was an incredible night. And I think that part of, part of that word, that, there's an old song we used to sing in my church that said, Selah, I will slow down. Selah, I will remember. Selah, I will reflect, reflect. Reflect on the greatness of our God, which is really interesting to me. You know, the choosing to think, and choosing to ponder, and choosing to pause, give God a minute, and just think about how great He is instead of how great the problem is. Um, the greatness of God, you know. I, I think I think that this is one of the 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 bedrocks for us as Christians. Right, is no matter what we're going through. Good season, hard season, victory, we may be experiencing loss. Is there's power in reflecting on the greatness of God because we have to remember that, that, that God, um, you know, he, He's not strong like we consider things being strong, consider people being strong, when, uh, or, or He's he, the Bible doesn't tell us that God has some strength. Um, you know, we think about that. It's like, hey, you know, hey, God's in the gym, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he would be benching three fifty, you know, whatever. But like, <laughs> but like, God's not strong like you and I are strong. When I when I'm thinking of the greatness of God, it's like Scripture tells us that He has all power. Like, like that's a whole different ball game. You know what I mean? It's not talking He strength. is power. Is power. He is power. G- scripture, like, like as you read, like I. I think that we all, if you're know, if you listening to this, chances are you, you already have a relationship with Christ. If you don't, you're just checking this out. Thank you so much for joining us and listening. And we hope that you find more about what this prime life, this abundant life, really looks like as we're following Jesus in this relationship with him. But, but Scripture does not teach us that God is a smart dude. You know, like, like he's book smart or that the God, you know, that he's, he's kind of a, you know, he's a smart guy. Like he knows a lot or not even, not even God is the smartest. Like he's not trying to figure stuff out. He's not trying to figure this season out. He's not trying to figure our economy out. He's not trying to figure out the, he's not trying to figure stuff out. Scripture tells us that he has all wisdom that he is not trying to be smart, he has all wisdom. And what, what, a, what a difference, right, between, man, he's pretty, God's real smart, God, Scripture doesn't, doesn't teach us that he's real smart, that he has all wisdom in him. He is wisdom, he is power. This is who our God is, and as we reflect, man, I don't know, I don't know, PC, like, what do you think? As as we're reflecting on the greatness of God, like, God is great, right? He's great. He's mighty. He's full of power, full of wisdom. I mean, God, God doesn't, God doesn't need us to sit here and and sing and tell him how great he is. He already knows. You know what I mean? Like, like he, he knows he was bad before we decided to sing about it. You know, like he knew he was an awesome God before they wrote the song. But as we sit back and reflect
0: on the greatness of God, something happens on the inside of us. Yeah, I think I think Mark, what, what what happens on what needs to happen on the inside of us is that we allow ourselves to really, really give God the space to reveal himself, to give God the space. Now, when we've talked about Selah, you guys, uh, you know, if you've been following our content this month, we really, we've really just zeroed in on this, on this right here, that when I have a Selah moment, I'm going to pause and I'm going to give God a minute, right? Now in giving God a minute, we've talked about giving God a minute to bring us rest. We've, we've talked about giving God a minute to remind us and for us to remember who he is. Now in reflection, uh, The whole thought of reflection to me is is not just to have God as a vague memory, but to have him as a present appearance, as a present revelation. Think of light reflecting in the cornea of your eyes that I'm able to see it, that I'm able to make eye contact with it, that I'm able to witness it for myself. And so when we, we say reflect, it's not just a soft, passive pondering, but it's an active engagement. It's an active experience. It's a real time encounter with God. Can we pause and give God time and give God a minute for us to say, Lord, I'm going to reflect on who you are. And not only am I going to reflect on who, but I'm going to, I don't just want you to reflect on me. I want you to reflect through me, right? I want to become, I want to become a conduit of who you are. That's the point. You guys, the point isn't for us to be in a sucky situation. The point isn't for us to be living in brokenness and be like, Oh, but God is good. No, the The point is to sit in brokenness and remember God is good. And if God is good, then I'm going to be good. If God is good, then I'm going to be okay. Second Corinthians chapter four says this, that we have this beautiful light shining on the inside of us that Jesus has placed in us, right? And Paul says it this way, that it's shining in broken jars of clay, that it's shining in vulnerable vessels, that it's shining in places that aren't optimal, that aren't the best, but yet it is still shining, you guys. And I think that if we can give God a moment to reflect on us and through us, then we're not going to keep reflecting the crap that's around us. I said crap, I know, but come on, like, let's just tell the truth and shame the devil. I'm tired of it. There are things in my life that I'm tired of. There are things in your life that you're tired of. And maybe just maybe the point isn't to try to just soldier through them. Yeah, we've got we've got to be persistent yeah we've got to be determined but somewhere in there we've got to give God a minute to let us see that he's br- bigger better, stronger, wiser. David said it this way, Psalm 121, he said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where comes my help. My help comes from the Lord. In that moment, he's actively putting himself in a position to say, Lord, not only do I reflect and remember, but I receive, I receive your help. And so in that moment, the goodness of God is going to shine. The book of Exodus says it this way, that may God shine his face on you you and forever give you pay, peace. May God cause his countenance to turn to you and always give his grace to you. There's got to be a moment where I'm face to face with God, you guys. That's what we're talking about in these Selah moments. Can I turn from facing my giant and from facing my problem and from facing my sickness and facing my past and give God a moment where I can meet him face to face? Moses prayed that prayer and he said, I just want to see you. Your face, show me your glory. And if you want to see the glory of God, Colossians one says it this way: In Jesus, we see the image of the invisible God. So, cre- having a moment, creating space, having a selah where I just say, God, I, I, I I'm surrounded. I see everything that's going on around me, but I'm going to pause and I'm going to reflect. I'm going to think quietly and calmly. That's what the word reflection means right? And so I'm, I'm going to think quietly and calmly. I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to remember. See, there, there, really, is a ch- there really is a chain reaction, Mark, right? Sail, sail, what happens in a moment isn't necessarily always isolated events, right? One thing, lead, one thing leads to another, right? There's a reason why the very, the, like the, the very first call in Selah is rest. Hey, relax, man. Be still. Be still. Watch this. Be still and know that he is God right? There's this, it's a chain reaction. It's a domino effect, right? So when I, when I can say lie, when I can make, when I can make room and give God a minute, I can rest be still. Oh, my soul. Right. And I remember. And then when I remember, I start reflecting, I start, I start embodying, I start manifesting, I start having the goodness of God stir up on the inside of me. And now it's not just a fairy tale to me. Now it's not just American mythology, right? Because if we're, if, we're not, if we're not careful, that's what Christianity becomes. It just becomes a bunch of good fables with great moral truth. But that's not the point. The point isn't good moral truth. The point is that I exist and I live and I experience firsthand that I become a witness of the goodness of God. David said it this way, Psalm 27 verse 13, I would have lost my heart if I did not remember that I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. To me, that yeah. sounds like reflection, that I yeah. will see God's goodness.
1: Yeah, that's so good. I, you know, let's, let's just take a second. Let's pause and give God a minute. If you're listening to this, no matter where you're at, your house, your car, uh, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever you're listening with, uh, let's, let's take a moment, and I want you to reflect on the greatness of God in your life. Let's, let's look, let's think back. Let's remember a time where God came through for you in a moment where, where you couldn't do it without him, um, for your family, for your friends, your school, what, whatever the case would be. Let's think back. Maybe it's been a while since you paused and thought, but let's think about that. Let's reflect for just a moment. Everyone that's listening, let's think about it. The greatness. Let's reflect on the greatness of who God is, where he showed up in the in that family member's life, where where he intervened, where it, it could have only been God. How incredible is that? You know, it's, it, and I think, I think sometimes we, for, we forget about the, of our past victories and past battles. But I think, too, when it comes to perspective, is sometimes we only reflect on the greatness of God in the battles that we've seen. I would I would encourage you to reflect on the greatness of God in the battles you never saw won but were won on your behalf. Those those attacks on your life, those attacks on your family that never made it to your front doorstep because the mercy of God came through. Perspective, my friend, is every single thing. Perspective is everything. Let's reflect on that, the greatness of God, the battles that you don't even know were won, that he won on your behalf, the prayers that you didn't even know what to say. You were, you were speaking in your prayer language. You didn't even know what you were saying, and God came through and answered that prayer and changed the trajectory of your family, possibly even your personal life, your finances, your health, uh, relationships, friendship, your job, your business, your school, your, your career path where God came through. There's a lot of things that we have seen that it's easy to reflect on, but, but man, perspective is everything. When you think of there's things that were, that were coming towards my life, that the goodness, the greatness and the mercy of God said,
0: no, I love that. We're taking a moment to do that. Um, you know, Mark, you, you referenced the song that you grew up singing in your dad's church, um, which I think is beautiful lyrics. Um, I'm reminded of a song that I grew up singing at my dad's church, um, which and we said it this way. You don't know like I know what he's done for me. Mm. You don't know like I know how he set me free. You don't know like I know. Right. And I think that in these moments of reflection, I think I think that's where you build your you don't know like I know story. Yeah. Right. Look, you look back. Right. And and I want to remind you guys. Right. I want to remind you guys of this as 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 we're as we're reflecting. Yeah. Let's let's look to the hills. Let's look to the big places. Right. Let's look. Let's look to the big giant. Just my God, this is what God did. Incredible. Right. But I just want, I want you to take a moment and calmly reflect as well, though. So King David said, I'll look to the hills. But his son Solomon said, man, look at this ant. Man, I'm learning from this ant. And I think that there's something beautiful in just being able to look back and say, God, in the biggest of bigs and in the smallest of smalls, I've seen your hand move. I've seen your goodness at work. I've seen your grace and mercy follow me. For every answered prayer and for every prayer I didn't even know how to pray, thank you. You know, I think think to me, Mark, if we're going to just talk about... What reflection feels like, what a, what a Selah moment with reflection should do for us, for me, um, it's just it should just bring me to gratitude. It should just bring me to just, Lord, I thank you. You know, Pro, uh, Philippians, <laughs> Philippians four six says this: Be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and petitioning. Let your, let your requests be made known to God. Let him know what you need. But then, then Paul gives us this really incredible, incredible. It's, it's like a formula almost. He says, thank him for what he's done and then tell him what you need. Right? Thanksgiving does something to us. When we pause and give God a minute and in that moment, we just say thank you. Lord, thank you for, thank you for bringing me out of everything you've brought me out of. I know I'm going through it right now, But man, thank you that I'm, thank you that I even made it to fight this battle today. And I'll tell you what, that's when lyrics, like if he did it before, he'll do it again. That's when lyrics like that really come to life. That's when you don't just sing the lyrics, right? Or you just don't just sing the lyrics about God. You experience the God of the lyrics. And it's just like, my God, in this Selah moment, I firmly believe and it's revealed to me how far you've brought me. And if you've brought me this far, I don't believe you brought me here just to leave me and abandon me. And I just think that a moment of reflection should always lead to Thanksgiving. It's just, Lord, I thank you for what you've done. And that stirs, that stirs your spirit for confidence to believe for what he is already doing, what he can already do. And believe it or not, because he's eternal, omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent, he's already done it. So many, so many songs that have been that have been uh, sang in churches and, and sang in our
1: in our own prayer times and, and worship times. And and I feel like I feel like even in scripture, you start to see this kind of bubble up, right? So like all throughout the old testament and in even the new, you you hear, you hear of uh, heroes of the faith, men and women, that are referring to God by by different names. Like like El Shaddai or Adonai or Jehovah Nisi or Jehovah Shukinu like like there's all these he was he was uh, the the Lord is my banner the Lord is the Lord is my healer the Lord is mighty and strong so there's there's all these things but I I really feel like and 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 if you're listening to this like I, I want you to really digest this. People in Scripture, I feel like it's almost like them having these same moments we have when we're singing songs. When I think about the Lord, I remember how He was my banner in this time of war. I when 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 I think about the Lord, I think about this time that He was Jehovah. He was God, my healer. The doctor said it wasn't possible, but my God said there was another way. He was my healer i when i when, when i when i think about the lord i think about he was my righteousness like and, and i and i feel like as we reflect on the goodness in the nature of god friend as you as you're reflecting as you're really thinking i believe that you're going to have some of your own names pop up for what god has been in your life you know what when at this time of my life i didn't feel like i was seen by anyway he is god he is the god that sees me, he is the God that cares Preach. for me, he is the God Preach. that noticed me, he is the God that wouldn't quit on me, he is the God that never stopped loving me as we reflect on him we're gonna be reminded of the goodness the greatness of our God and I, I want to I want to encourage you so much today when when you turn off this podcast to go open up your journal turn on turn on that uh, graves in the gardens album from from elevation whatever you got to do and start reflecting and say god I just want to worship you by from my own lips that they're I'm gonna let them sing their song but I gonna tell you what you've meant for me what you've done for For me, because you're taking your relationship with God when you reflect on it personally, you're taking it from an organized religion of being told about who God is to now you're reflecting upon who He's been in your life. And that takes your relationship
0: with Christ to a whole other level. Listen, I believe this about you. I believe that it's gonna be said of you. The same way it was said of this, the disciples in the book of Acts, where they were trying to get them to be quiet. There were haters. There were criticizers. There were people who were trying to suppress the message, trying to oppress them and just silence them. Well, listen, I believe this, that you're going to have this stirrup in your spirit when anything tries to silence you, muffle you, smother you, put you out, take you down. This is what I believe. I believe with all of my heart that it's going to be said, the what they said, and they said this. We know too much. I know too much. I know too much. And I want you to get this in your spirit. As you pause and you reflect, I want you to get this. I know that I know. I don't know because I've seen it necessarily or because it's absolutely experienced or manifested right now in my life, but I know that I know. And because I know I cannot be quiet, because I know I cannot relent, because I know I can't back down, because I know I can't give up, I can't quit, I'm not going to go back, I'm not going to stop, because I know I'm going to push through, I'm going to stay through, I'm going to hold on, I'm going to see what the other side looks like. And I believe this, and I'm going to speak this over life, over your life, that there is glory on the other side of this, that there is goodness in this, through this, and God is going to be seen by you in a really personal way. So who do you say that I am? That's what God asked Peter in Matthew 16, right? Who do you say that I am? Maybe just maybe just maybe this is a season where you don't just read headlines about Jesus. Maybe just maybe you don't know Jesus through tweets and reposts. Maybe just maybe you don't know him through popular opinion and you don't know him through other third-hand, second-hand experiences. But maybe just maybe This is a season where you say, well, I say that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And that's the foundation that Christ built his church on, that we have a moment of reflection and revelation where we say, I say that you are the Christ, the son Mm. of God sent to save my life, sent sent to free me, to give me life, to give me hope, to take me to a place that I could never get on my own. And because Jesus is, so are we. Who do you say? That's money. That's, that's the question of the day, right?
1: Reflection. Reflection will open up this beautiful piece in your relationship with God to where now it's becoming personal. Who do you say I am? I believe that, that God was asking that of people in the Old Testament. We find all these beautiful um, pictures and words of, of, of who they say God is and explaining the different perspectives of his character. He, Jesus asked of his disciples... And I believe that he's asking us today, who do you say I am? And as we reflect, I believe it will unlock incredible depth in your relationship with God. So when the time comes for you to be able to give Uh, give account of the hope that you have and tell people of the hope that you have have so much knowledge, be full of this wisdom and knowledge because you have reflected on the goodness and the greatness of God and you will have plenty to say when when you are asked of your friends, your co-workers, your family, you're going to have plenty to say to them Pastor Cruz, as we're closing this thing down today what are our takeaways when it comes to reflect?
0: Number one, God is there already, he's already there he's a revealing God, he wants to be known by you, here's where I want you to look for God He's not in the chaos. He's not in the brokenness. Elijah had an experience this way. And there was a wind that came, but God was not in the the fierce wind that blew. There was a fire that burned, but God, that was not in the fire. There was an earthquake and a shaking, but God wasn't in the shaking. But then there came a still small voice, and that was the voice of God. When the Holy Spirit invites you to a moment of pausing, of Selah, in that still small voice, God is going to reveal Himself to you. Make sure you take time, pause, give God a minute, and reflect on everything that He is in you, through you, and for you. Man, that was so good. I, I hope today that you are challenged, that you
1: are encouraged, that you are blessed. And I'm telling you right now take some time today, pause, give God a minute, give Him five minutes, give Him 10 minutes, give Him an hour. Go get alone with the Lord in your own prayer time. Worship, reflect on the greatness and the goodness of God. I'm telling you, it is going to bless your life. We're always blessed, though, when you choose to join us here at the Prime Culture Podcast. Taking time to watch or listen means so much to me and P.C., And we're going to keep on doing this as long as it's blessing y'all. So, hey, um, we love you. We thank God for you. Follow us on This Prime Culture. Subscribe over on YouTube. And we'll be back here again next Friday with more Prime Culture goodness. Why don't you go ahead and be the culture?